All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks so much for listening in. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 6th of April. The biggest event to watch today is the outcome of the latest meeting of the RBI Monetary Policy Committee on Interest Rates. The MPC is widely expected to raise rates by a further 25 basis points as part of its fight against stubborn inflation. Equally important to watch will be the RBI governor's statement explaining the policy decision and the MPC's reading of the current trends on growth and inflation in the Indian economy. We'll be streaming that statement live on the website bqprime.com and on all of our social media platforms. And then don't forget to catch all of the analysis post-policy. Interestingly, we've got a report up on the site that states that the RBI is unlikely to tinker with the projections for consumer price indexed inflation and GDP growth in the upcoming policy as it awaits more data. The RBI, remember, has projected consumer price inflation at 5.3% for the current financial year as it awaits cues from monsoon trends and external factors like crude oil production. The RBI is also expected to maintain its growth forecast at uh, 6.4% for the current financial year. Now, moving on, the peak power demand at the start of April is surprisingly still below the 200 gigawatt level on a national basis and cold stock improved by a tenth on account of better supplies. This means that the country may be in a better position to tackle any possible electricity crisis this year. The total cold stock, which is an important component to meet the power demand, rose 9.5% to 37.1 million tonnes as of the 4th of April, that is compared with the previous month. And that's as overall imported cold stock by plants rose by over 29% sequentially, according to the Central Electricity Authority's website. In corporate news, Hero Motor Corp has introduced a voluntary retirement scheme for its staff as India's largest two-wheeler manufacturer aims to build a leaner organization amid a gradual recovery from a multi-year slowdown and its transition towards electric vehicles. The VRS is applicable to its entire staff and offers a generous package that includes a one-time lump sum amount, variable pay, gifts, medical coverage, retention of the company car, and relocation assistance, according to a company statement. In international news, U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy met Taiwan President Tsai Ing-wen and stressed the importance of the relationship between the two sides to economic freedom, peace, and stability in the region. It was the first time that a Taiwanese president has met with a House Speaker, the third-ranking figure in government on American soil in the more than four decades since the U.S. formulated its one-China policy recognizing Beijing. Neither leader mentioned China in their joint public remarks. Now, recession concerns increased in the U.S. after data yesterday showed that U.S. services sector expanded in March at a much slower pace than projected, while companies added fewer jobs than forecast. Of course, investors will be closely watching for more signs that the Fed may be taking the heat out of the economy and putting the brakes on inflation when crucial monthly non-farm and unemployment figures are released tomorrow. In more news, French President Emmanuel Macron is on a three-day trip to China to meet Xi Jinping. 
Before the meeting with Xi, Macron made clear that his strategy was to appease tensions and find common ground with Beijing on several fronts, starting with Russia's invasion of Ukraine. He suggested that China could use its close ties with Russia to push for peace, while adding that he opposes moves to decouple from the world's second largest economy. That's a Bloomberg report. In international markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed with the Dow gaining a quarter of a percent, while the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq declined. In the Asia-Pacific region, all three early risers had started negative. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. All eyes on the RBI monetary policy. How are we setting up ahead of that event? Good morning, Alex. You wouldn't have thought that there is... Uh an RBI policy meet slated simply by virtue of the kind of strength that the markets have shown the last two days. No doubt led by the global markets, but it's not that the global markets were very active yesterday. However, we had a solid day in trade because we continued to stay higher for the fourth day on a trot, reclaimed the 200-day moving average at 17,500 circa. And from a positional trade perspective, if we can close above 17,600, and that is a very big hurdle out of the way and could position or could point towards some sustained uptick. So I think that is something to watch out for. Keep in mind, there will be transitory overbought situations which may cause some profit taking at higher levels, but the trend seems to have reversed. So that is the interesting piece. Now, yesterday I was wrong in saying that we may see some bit of skids in FMCG because that was actually the best performing sector on account of fairly strong quarterly updates from Marico, Godrej Consumer, etc. And you might well see people saying that, hey, rural is the space to be because two-wheelers too have done well. So that is something to watch out for. And for the day today, I'll watch out for real estate as well. Yesterday, Jeffries pointed out that how valuations have corrected and the pre-sales numbers are expected to be strong. Now, if the MPC doesn't sound too hawkish, then real estate might be a space that you might want to watch out for. So that, to my mind, is the dark horse for the session today. A bunch of stocks to watch out for. So I'll only point out the ones which really stood out for me. Avenue Supermarts did okay, 20% YY rise in standalone revenue from operations, uh, which is fine. But the ones that really stood out, Chulamanlam Investment and Finance, the Q4 business updates, disbursements were up a strong 65%, and collection efficiency on billing at an overall level stood at about 130% which is very, very strong. And no doubt, which is why uh, I think brokerages are extremely bullish on this one with uh, Jeffrey saying that it's the top pick in the NBFC space. Uh, there was Equitas Small Finance Bank, wherein the total deposits were up 34%. Gross advances up 36%, disbursements up 80%, so it looked very, very strong. Nika haven't, hasn't given numbers for Q4, but they said that the strong consumption in tier one, uh, so my you know, might lead, has led to a stronger revenue growth and they expect the percentage revenue growth rates to be in line with nine-month FY23. So that is something that I will definitely watch out for. Uh, in fact, brokerages are constructive. Nomura says that they have a buy with the target price remaining at 214 and they expect some scope of some upside risk. So that is something uh, to be watched out for as well. Uh, there is um, Rail Vikas Nigam, which is an element for a North Rent Central Railway order of 121 crores. This is in addition to the mammoth order that it received just two days back. So the order flows continue for some of these stocks. Uh, sorry, I forgot, Jeevan Small Finance Bank, which also had a fairly decent quarter 
total deposits up 39%, CASA deposits up 35%, uh, disbursements increased 23%, loan book grew about 33%. So uh, fairly positive quarterly releases, decent news flow, global markets a bit quiet, and an MPC head. Maybe the start will be subdued, but if the MPC doesn't sound too hawkish, then we might end the week on a high. I'll be watching out for that. With that, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.